Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Man Discussion Podcast, where one man shares his story before, during, and after divorce, so you can learn from his experiences. Hello, and thank you for joining me for another episode. This will be episode number eight, and it is the divorce process. This is, uh, you know, what actually happens. Um, before we get started, I uh, just want to put out there that I'm trying a new method of recording today. As you know, this is a, a bit of a hobby for me. And um, if you've listened to the episodes in the past, you know, it, it plays pretty quietly through the, uh, the, the podcast apps. And I found that that was because the uh, online software I was using automatically quiets my microphone a little bit, um, which I'm not sure why, because it's uh, playing pretty quiet. Um, so anyway, I downloaded some software onto my computer and recording it locally and then trying to upload afterwards. And we'll see how that works. Hopefully it comes in a bit more clear, a little louder, so uh, you don't have to crank up your volume to hear, hear what I'm talking about. Um, so this episode might be a little shorter, uh, mainly because it's it's very factual. It's there's not a whole lot of opinion on it. Um, that and I, I can't go into too much detail of my own experience. Uh, one, you know, as I've said before, out of respect for my ex-wife, but also I don't know legally if you know I can tell you all everything that's you know on my divorce agreement and all that stuff. So we'll, we'll keep it uh, fairly general in that sense. <clears throat> So, also, I'm just getting over a cold, so I might sound a little rough here. Um, so, let's see here. Um, you should get a lawyer. Uh, <laughs> the number one thing there. Uh, if, if you're getting divorced, you need to seek the help of a lawyer because th- they know the process. Uh, they can probably uh, tell you some red flags to look out for, things that are, are you, know, you know, might might be uh, something you, you're not going to see if you're doing it on your own. And, and both parties should have lawyers that represent them to make things, I guess, as fair as possible. As I explained in the past, this was not the case for me. Uh, we had one lawyer that was hired by my ex-wife, and uh, we managed to, to uh, just work together and, and sort it out and uh, work cooperatively. Um, but I know that is very much not always the case. So I guess... Uh, First thing here is uh, for those that haven't gotten into this topic at all, there, there's the main thing is is kind of money and you know where where it goes, and there's there's two main uh, definitions there. There's alimony and custody, and these are two different things. Uh, alimony will be if you're getting divorced, uh, children aside, who makes money, who doesn't, or who who makes more, and you can have it where you know, the person that makes less is supposed to be compensated to, to some degree that they're still living a life that, uh, you know, meets the expectations of what they come to expect. Um, a lot of times this, this comes in the form of when there was uh, kind of more, I guess, old school uh, where you had a family where one person worked and the other person stayed home uh, so that the one person that stayed home isn't, you know, just losing everything and has no money. And uh, custody, of course, comes down to your children who has, uh, you could have the split custody or it could be 100% one way or the other. Um, but I guess uh, 
when I'm trying to get out there, there's child support. So custody is probably the wrong term there, but child support comes into play. Where if one uh, parent gets 100% of the custody, then the other parent's going to be paying them some money so that the children, of course, can go on living a life that meets their needs as well. Uh, and this can also happen if it's 50-50, just based on uh, you know who makes more money as well. But again, this is stuff that you should seek a lawyer and talk to them about and understand uh, better based on their um, professional expertise. And the other reason to seek a lawyer is that every state is going to be different. It's a state-by-state system. What happens in one state might be different in another. Um, some may be more heavily uh, in favor of, of the wife, the, the woman. Some may seek it, see it more equal as far as uh, going, you know, going your, your own ways, um, who should get money or get custody. Most of the time, though, if, if the mother seeks full custody, she is going to get it or at least get majority of it. Uh, it's just the way the way the system works is the the mother is seen as you know, I guess the more parental figure of the two parents and is more likely to get that. But again, I, I have here in uh, parentheses in my show notes cooperation because yeah, you, you need to maintain that relationship with um, with your ex-wife uh, to make sure that nobody is uh, trying to cheat the other one or, or anything. The, the better cooperation you can have, the better outcome you're going to have for both you and if you have children, your children. Uh, so really, yeah, maintain that that cooperation, that relationship. And yeah, you know, once it's over with, you know, you can change that if you like. Um, that's up to you. So as far as uh, alimony goes, um, I can tell you that I am the one in the, our, my former marriage that made less money. I probably could have seeked alimony. Um, at least I was told that by a few different people, but I, I chose not to. One, I just wanted to have a clean split and not have just kind of a nasty thing that was going to make both of our lives hell. But also, we had also agreed to joint custody, and I you know, you know wouldn't want to put that in jeopardy. So again, it was all about you know just maintaining that relationship, good cooperation, and um, working together. Um, so one of the things you're going to go through is you have to fill out tons and tons of paperwork as part of your divorce agreement. Um, let's see here. We had uh, our bank accounts, our salaries, 401ks, any loans you have on cars or anything, credit card debt, any IRAs or retirement funds. Um, yeah, it's you have to put everything into these forms, and it's going to be reviewed by a judge, by the lawyers. You're giving them your whole financial life and um yeah it's uh quite a process to one find all that information but also just kind of put it all out there for people to see but that's <laughs> that's part of the process let's see part, part of ours as well as i discussed in the past with the co-parenting episode is uh scheduling that was part of my divorce agreement as well was when is each parent going to have uh a ch- our child or and other people's cases their children um, that goes into there it's a, it's a usually a bi-weekly schedule and then you also can have holiday schedules of which year does each parent have the children the child um, the lawyers will review all of this stuff make suggestions of what you might want to change I know in ours 
we chose not to, you know, pay each other money, but rather assigned, we'll say, certain types of payments to one of us or the other so that we're not sending money back and forth, although we still do that with, like, sports and stuff, uh, you know, uh, pay for um, registration for, you know, kids' sports and stuff like that, and we'll we'll split those payments. But, yeah, once, once that's done um, and they have a pretty good idea that it's going to work, uh, we met at the lawyer's office, sat down, and just, again, thumbed through the whole thing, signed each thing, each sheet that needed to be signed, made sure the language all made sense, and then the lawyer sent it off to the court system. At that point, um, we, that was probably, geez, like three weeks out from there, I think we got, I think they called it a temporary stay. It's kind of just a little bit of paperwork that, you know, says you have done this. And uh, it temporarily, you know, grants it as, you know, move forward with this in place and at a further date, you know, well, you'll have a, a court date. Uh, this this came in um, in handy and was important because at the time, you know, I was looking for somewhere to live, looking at real estate. Uh, my, my ex had found a place but needed to put it into a mortgage. And in both cases, the, um, the underwriters of the loan wanted to see what was in place for us, uh, basically because they want to make sh- it's part of them making sure that you can afford the mortgage. So they want to see what your divorce um, settlement looks like, because if if you're looking at a home and you go to apply and it says you know you owe your your ex spouse so much money, that's going to come into play of what they think you can pay for a home. So getting past that, um, the the only thing that was left was the actual hearing. Um, which, yeah, it's just, just a delayed process. I think especially because hours happening during COVID, it took uh, nine months before we had an official court date. And in this case for us, it was, um, a, a zoom meeting, a probably you know, confidential one. You had done our code and everything to get into it, but it was a zoom because we we're in COVID and they still, it was toward the end of it, but they still didn't want people in the courtrooms. So, yeah, nine months after the whole thing, uh, we had a, a court date, a day to sign in, be on the computer and participate. I, of course, was pretty anxious about it, like, you know, what might go wrong here? And in the end, there was no reason whatsoever to, to be anxious. It was the simplest thing ever. Uh, the, the, the clerk for the court basically read over the highlights of the agreement, you know, and just a few few spots, you know, asked for each of us to say, yes, I agree to that. You know, I, I agreed to that. None of this was anything that surprises me. I was a participant in the creation of it. And uh, after they went through that, it was as simple as, you know, they said, okay, that's great. You know, here's our uh, our ruling is you're, you're good to go. And I'm, and I, I'm not kidding. This literally took like five minutes. Uh, the, it was so quick. And they, uh, the court thanked us you know, so you guys uh, have done a great job of putting this together. You're cooperative. There's no arguing going on. I'm, I'm sure they see all sorts of crazy stories and things that, you know, people come in and are very uncooperative. But for us, you know, we we're just at a point where, you know, we are, the decision was made and we were moving forward. There was nothing to, to argue about. Uh, just it was a formality of getting getting it legal for the 
the state to strike the gavel and say it was all done. Um, so, the, I mean, th- those are the highlights of it. Um, pretty, like I said, pretty factual, straightforward stuff. The, the most important thing I would say is, is hire a lawyer. You need somebody that uh, can explain the process to you and know what's going on. Um, with, with hours, I know after we fig- filled the whole thing out and said we just want to split and go our, our uh, opposite ways, uh, the lawyer did make the suggestion of just having a few concessions into it of saying, like, you know, this person will pay for that, that person will pay for this, and, and that's all we want to do. We don't want to owe each other any, you know, monthly payments or anything. And the court was fine with that. Again, though, you know, we were both uh, professionals that make, you know, decent money. Uh, I'm certainly not rich, but, you know, make enough to get by. And, um, yeah, so it wasn't, there weren't really any big holdups with that. Uh, but anyhow, that's that's the episode, like I said, pretty quick. Um, and hopefully, uh, like I said, hopefully the, uh, the sound works out better on this one. I'll have to wait and see once it's uploaded how it actually sounds. Because as I said, I'm trying to figure this out and uh, be able to make a better product each and every time so that eventually uh, this sounds as good as every other podcast out there. (laughs) I know there's a long way to go, and uh, each time I try and do a little better for you. Uh, As I've mentioned in the past, I do have a a Facebook page. Uh, Not a whole lot going on with it really, but um, I'm hoping at some point that we can have like a private group with it or something. But of course, this has to pick up and gain some traction. Uh, I do have a few listeners out there, but you know, not not a whole lot. And I, I do think that has a lot to do with just my uh, my learning of this and the, uh, the the quality of the recording and all that. So I'm working on it, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Um, but yeah, there there's a Facebook page. Uh, there's also a uh, Instagram, but I rarely rarely use it. Um, and the Patreon, if you, if you so choose, uh, would love any uh, contributions anybody wants to make. Uh, And with that, I will uh, leave you to enjoy the rest of your weekend. Have a good day, folks. Remember, gentlemen, that divorce is not a terrible ending to your story, but the beginning of a bright new chapter full of great possibilities. You are not alone in this journey. Thank you.